individual members of this church, I think the answer is to get back to Jesus or the Gospels. That's why we've been journeying through Lucas' Gospel for a year. That's we've not. That's why we have not gotten into a hurry. That's why we've not rushed through the Scriptures. I believe, church, my job as your pastor is to equip you to live in this present evil age, not as warriors against the world, but as ambassadors of the kingdom of God and his Christ. I'm going to say it again. I believe my job as your pastor is to equip you to live in this present evil age, not as warriors against the world, but as ambassadors of the kingdom of God and his Christ. The posture is different. The posture of warrior versus ambassador is different. The warrior sees everything everything through a lens of war. The ambassador views everything through the lens of a representative. Now, listen, we are at war against the forces of darkness in this present evil age. But it's not a war against flesh and blood, as Paul tells us in Ephesians 6. So an ambassador perspective requires discernment. An ambassador perspective requires discernment to to know that your weapons are not carnal, but are mighty in God to the pulling down of stronghold. But the battle that you're fighting isn't against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in this present evil age of darkness. See, an ambassador understands that flesh and blood, that people are the invitees into the kingdom that the forces of darkness are trying to kill and prevent from entering into the kingdom. An ambassador perspective lived from a place of Jesus' victory over the principalities and powers and sees the lost as captives to be freed and not as captors to be the kingdom 
Jesus Church, we understand how this good news changes not only the sinner, but it also changes the saint. We see how this kingdom challenges our hunger for power and sex and money. We see how this kingdom offers us a way of peace and of hope and of a better story than what we see around us. I promise you the world is looking for a better story, but the church isn't telling it properly. Because we have a better story. But we have reduced the kingdom message to a checklist of do's and don'ts instead of the righteousness and see 
presence of God and passionately practice the presence of God. And as we do that, we will receive a fresh vision of the ancient of days. We need a fresh vision of the ancient of days, not a not an unscriptural vision. chapter 6, starting at verse 1, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a high and lofty throne, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphim were standing above him. They each had six wings. With two, they covered their faces. With two, they, they covered their feet. With two, they flew, and one called to another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of armies. His glory fills the whole earth. The foundations of the doorway shook. At the sound of their voices, and the temple was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and because my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, and in his hand was a glowing coal that he had taken from the altar with tongs, and touched my mouth with it, and said, now that this has touched your lips, your iniquity is removed and your sin is atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord asking, who will I send? Who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. Now we could talk about Uzziah. We could talk about the uncertainty of the people because of his death. We could talk about the Lord and the train of his robe filling the temple. We could talk about his rule and his reign being certain. Even though the earthly king had died, the king of kings still sat enthroned, that his kingdom was assured and certain, and that he had all power and wisdom and glory. We could talk about the presence of God shaking the pillars and the building. We could talk about the sinfulness of Israel and of Isaiah and the fire of purification that cleanses our lips, it cleanses our witness, it cleanses our voice, it cleanses our message, it cleanses our hearts, it cleanses our spirit, it cleanses our life. We can talk about the angelic messenger. We can talk about the confession of Isaiah. But I want you to see this morning. What I want you to see is that this kingdom message cannot be cannot be, be delivered. This kingdom message cannot be delivered until there is a messenger willing to go and willing to say, here I am, send me. But I want you to hear me this morning. It took the messenger, it took Isaiah seeing the Lord high and lifted up for Isaiah to say, here I am, send me. It took Isaiah seeing the Lord high and lifted up to be willing to confess his sins and the sins of his people. It took Isaiah seeing the Lord high and lifted up to be willing to have the fire from the altar touch his lips and cleanse him from his sin. It took Isaiah seeing the Lord high and lifted up to be willing to be the prophet he was called to be. Until we allow ourselves, church, 
until we allow ourselves to be in a position of seeing the Lord, we won't be willing to be cleansed, to be called, and be commissioned. We have to see the Lord for the Lord to change our hearts so that we answer the call, that we are cleansed, and we go to the commission that he's called us to be in. Until we get a fresh vision of King Jesus, we will walk in fear and confusion and unsteadiness. Anybody with me this morning? Isaiah had to get a fresh vision of the king of heaven and earth to be the ambassador of the kingdom he was called to be. We need a fresh vision of Jesus. Not a new vision, not an unscriptural vision, a fresh vision of the eternal begotten of the Father. We need a fresh vision of Jesus. We've been distracted. We've been distracted. We've been confused. We've been afraid. We've been busy. We've been uncertain, we've been prideful, we've been idolatrous, we've been tempted, we've been tried, we've been hopeless, we've been lost, we've been angry, we've been unsteady. We need a fresh vision of Jesus. We need a fresh vision of Jesus. We've been hungry but not satisfied because we've been eating poison apples. We've been thirsty but not satisfied because we've been drinking dirty water. We need a fresh vision of Jesus. You will not be satisfied until your hunger and thirst is after the righteous one. It's time to start the year by pursuing and practicing the presence of Jesus so that you can get a fresh vision of the high and lifted up exalted king. You cannot, you will not, you will fulfill your purpose until you see the Lord high and lifted up and his train filling the temple. You will not fulfill your calling. You will not be cleansed. You will not be commissioned until you get a fresh vision of Jesus. It's time to start the year by pursuing this vision. And when you get this fresh vision of Jesus, you'll say, woe is me. Woe is me. Everything I've chased after, everything I've chased after, everything that I've tried to fill the void, everything I've chased after is meaningless and empty and vain. Woe is me. I've looked for water in empty wells. I've looked for meaning in worthless idols. I've looked for joy in pits of despair. I've looked for eternity in things that pass away. I've looked for purpose in the mirror. I've looked for God in temporary pleasure. Woe is me. I need a fresh vision of Jesus. I need to see Jesus. I need a fresh vision of Jesus high and lifted up. I need to be reminded that he is still on the throne. I need to be reminded that his thoughts toward me are good. I need to be reminded about the way of the cross is the way of abundant life. I need to be reminded that Jesus is the conquering lamb of God. I need to be reminded that that though all hell, a 
assail me and attack me and sin entangles me and temptation pursues me. I am more than a conqueror through the one who is high and lifted up. Jesus who gave himself for my freedom on the cross for us to say this morning in the face of all fear and all doubt and all uncertainty, here I am, send me. We have to have a fresh vision of Jesus. Amen, Pastor. Jesus. 
and, and to deliver them from bondage. And Jesus is the king that's promised, the Messiah. This blind man, even though he was blind, he saw more than those around him. He calls him son of David. Recognize, church, that your answer is King Jesus. say be quiet, when they say go to the back of the room, when they say chill out, when they say calm down, when they say hush, don't listen to them because you need to sleep.
setting something aside during the day. Maybe that means taking your lunch break and, and while you're having lunch, you're, you're reading scripture. I know lots of folks in this room have to get up super early, like really early, like ungodly hours during the day early to get to work. And so getting up at three instead of getting up at 3.30 is really hard. Maybe spend some time during your lunch break or on your way home from work. Put on that Bible reading app or that podcast of just reading the Bible. Not even, don't, don't even worry about Bible preaching all the time. Just let the Word do the Word stuff. Put that app on and just let the, just go through the Scripture and let the Word get into your mind and spend time in prayer while you're driving. Just begin to practice the presence of
His faith was evident. It was real. It was practical. It was demonstrable. It was simple belief in Jesus. His faith was something he proved by the crying and the praying and the shouting and the proclamation of Jesus as the Messiah. His faith was simply believing that Jesus was the promised one. That's all it took. That's all the faith it took for the man to be healed. It was this simple faith, this simple belief. It wasn't faith that Jesus was merely a miracle worker or a prophet, but it was faith that Jesus was the anointed one who had come into the world to free it from the curse of sin and to set us free to live for righteousness. Believe Jesus. Believe Jesus.
see you. So that means, Jesus, when we see you, you can cleanse us and you can heal us and you can be our vision. Not only of this all, but hear the lyrics this morning. Jesus, be ours. Be thou my vision. O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me save I just want to see 